Let's get bitchless. You actually do know what we're talking about. <laughs> I wore that f***ing tiara in t- until like four in the morning. Shut up, Nathan. Oi. Hi, everybody. It's Deb D. Francesco. What's going on? Welcome to Bitchless Bride, the podcast. Nathan's staring at me like a fucking crazy person. I'm ready. I am Nathan's ready for Nathan today. Nathan finished his coffee. I got Nathan Venn in the studio. Woo! Yes, thank you. I, I got... Uh, who? <laughs> 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 what the? Actual, what the actual fuck? I just forgot Carrie's name, even though she's my BFF. Carrie Tabaski. And Dave, yes. Where are your horns? Oh, wow. The ho- and then you oh, guys. Yeah, no air horns. There's your air horns. And you guys, I, we're taking a little bit of a, sti- a sidestep, a little bit of a curveball. We have Eric Spitznagel, who is with us today. Yay! What is up? Woo! Eric, so... I love your energy. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got the... You don't even know. Eric has some of the best energy you've ever seen in your entire life. So I'm going to give him a big intro, people. I, I I feel like I need to explain why he's on my wedding podcast, but it's like... I, I, I can't even. So, like I said, we are talking... <laughs> We're talking with the insanely funny, wildly hilarious, and exceptionally poignant author Eric Spitznagel. Eric is a frequent contributor to publications like Playboy, The New York Times Magazine, Esquire, Rolling Stone, Maxim, Vanity Fair, Men's Health, The Believer, Bloomberg Business Week, and several others. He is the author of seven books. He's like my fucking hero for that, including his latest Old Records Never Die, a memoir about his attempts to track down all the original vinyl records he sold off in the 90s. Um, not to brag, but I'm going to. Eric has interviewed celebrities like Stephen Colbert, Tina Fey, Charlie Sheen, John Cusack, Brian Cranston, Scarlett Johansson, Jimmy Fallon, etc., etc., etc. Snoop Dogg. I mean, oh my God, Snoop Dogg. I'm dying to know all about that. Mm, John Hamm. Oh, John Hamm, <laughs> Aziz Ansari, Judd Apatow. Oh my God, Sharon Osbourne, etc. And while all of this is like incredibly interesting, you're probably wondering what the fuck it has to do with weddings and getting married in this podcast, right? Right? I'm sure you all are. Well, aside from loving everything that Eric writes, Eric wrote an article that I'm totally obsessed with called Marriage Secrets from Prostitutes. And while Eric penned many articles about relationships, this one in particular grabbed my attention because it's an, it's an incredibly cool perspective. I mean, the very first line of the article, there's an old saying, if you treated your wife like your hooker, you'd have the world's strongest marriage. I mean, what the right? fuck? <laughs> right? And that is advice that came from a prostitute. Several prostitutes told me that. Like, have you never, never heard that old chestnut? Like, <laughs> no, I've never heard that old chestnut. I like. I seriously. I, I'm so excited. So this season of Ambitious Bite, what we're trying to do, we're going. To, we're the first season. I feel like was a little bit more of like a uh, like like a how to with planning your weddings and different vendors, etc. Season two, we're digging a little bit deeper. We've had a divorce attorney. We've had a therapist. You know, we're trying to kind of dig a little bit deeper into the psyche of a bride, and 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 with that comes you know getting as real as possible. And with you, Eric, I, I think I'm dying to know how you even came up with the idea for this article and like what and what it's like to interview prostitutes, <laughs> obviously. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I wish I could take full credit for this. Uh, I, was, I was working at Men's Health at the time and I, I was kind of their staff writer and I was the guy that they would go to if they had some insane idea, but none of them really wanted to do it. Like, <laughs> oh, we need somebody to write about sex robots. Oh, Spitznagel, he'll, he'll write about, <laughs> uh, you know, interview a Satanist. 
Or we would need somebody to go see a surgery where they cut a dude's penis off. Oh, yeah. Like, how's Spitznagel will do it? <laughs> so they almost, it's like a dare thing where, like, what will Spitznagel do? What so won't he do? At the time, yeah, uh, Bill Phillips, uh, he, we were in a meeting and he was like, what if we talked to prostitutes and saw if they had any marriage tips? Oh. And then every head in the room turns and like, Spitznagel will find prostitutes. <laughs> like, is there something about me that says I would know a lot of hookers? Am I putting out that vibe? <laughs> Are you putting out that I know a bunch I, of hooker vibe? <laughs> I, I must. I must. I really need to, you know, look a little deeper into my soul and see no, what it's I'm a, putting it's out an, there. No, no, no. What you put out there is awesome. I love it. So how did you... How did well, you... Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, it's remarkably easy, as I found out, to find prostitutes. I mean, thank goodness we're in like the online age where you just have to, uh, you know, my Google search history it has a lot of where to find a prostitute, <laughs> which I'm sure HR at Men's Health was very pleased by that. Uh, but like, you know, back pages and all these different online avenues, uh, finding them was easy, but the, the awkward email of like, hey, I know uh, that this is not what you normally do, but I just like to chat with you and talk about marriage. <laughs> that would be cool. Did they charge I you? I mean, the hand job sounds fantastic, but <laughs> let's just go right to. What's their rate to just the talk? conversation? Yeah, is there a different way for talking as opposed to fucking? <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there, right? Like, did they charge you? <laughs> That's true. No, I, I mean, uh, they, I, I got a lot more yeses than noes. There were there, I, and in fact, I've gotten. More often than I ever had in my life, a lot of people are like, are you a cop? I've never been asked <laughs> if I was a cop so often. And if you've ever seen Eric, and Eric, you don't look like a cop. <laughs> like, <laughs> or I look like the worst undercover cop You ever would, yeah. You'd be the worst undercover. A hundred percent. Okay, so I, yes. I love it. So people so were I got like, about like a, I got, I got like a dozen prostitutes to, to chat at length. And it was kind of shocking. I mean, you have to take your time with it because what they first think you want to talk about is how weird all their johns are and all the freaky like they want me to tie them up and pretend I'm their mothers and this freaking <laughs> freaks me out oh but once you get deeper into the psychology and you know, the emotional shit that goes on there that's when you it really gets to some nitty gritty that's uh, uh I found surprisingly like the little you know wacky thing that our editor came up with which was mostly a gag and let's see if we can get away with it and I, I thought I got some pretty surprising answers from some of these questions. I, I think you, yeah, I think you did. Like I, I, like I, my, my other question, Brianna, sex worker you interviewed for your article said that her quote, that her job is 95% emotional labor and just 5% sex. I mean, obviously the guys go to her and want to have sex with somebody other than their wives, but this statement was truly shocking right. to me. Were you surprised to hear that too? I'm uh, very surprised and surprised for the number of women I talked to who said that. Uh, uh, wow. It was far more about... Well, here's, here's, here's the two things. If I boil it down, the two things that, that were most surprising. Uh, one, if more wives put their fingers up their husband's butt, uh, the prostitution <laughs> Apparently, that's just... That's the big thing. Everyone <laughs> wants a finger up their butt. And they're like, oh, here we go. There you go, Chris. Yeah, yes. You oh, my butt. God. I better cut my nails. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's for, I think, for any bride, uh, future bride listening to this. Just remember, we should have had Lindsay up there. And have, oh, my God. Wedding, we you know, we should have kept a couple. We, we just uh, interviewed a couple who before you. We should have kept them in there and be like, Lindsay, see your little pinky? Sure. <laughs> 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 so the butthole is one thing 
Uh, the butthole is one thing, and the second one is like really it seems like the main job for a prostitute once you get your finger out of their butt is listening. <laughs> And and being interested and not, you know how like most people when they have a conversation, everyone's where they're just waiting for their chance to talk or waiting yes. for their chance to, you know, go, oh, I see what you mean, but here's my point. But but when a prostitute can just be engaged with what you're saying or pretend like you don't need to fake an orgasm as a prostitute, but you do need to pretend to be interested. Isn't that and called to, a therapist? To, I was just going to say that. That's it. This, found, this sounds so much like the therapist we had on. Everyone just wants but to be yeah, heard. But the therapist doesn't put their... I hope your therapist doesn't put your finger up, their finger up your butts. I mean, I, I, I don't know. They're, all therapists are different. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that is... <laughs> That is absolutely amazing to me, though. But I, but I agree. It's like I think it's so cool that everyone, the most of the prostitutes that you spoke to, were saying that people really just want to be heard. And 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 you're right. Like yeah. I, I have these conversations with my husband a lot. And sometimes what we end up doing, and at dinner time, not the butt conversations, Nathan. Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) (laughs) It's the conversations of (laughs) put the phone down, let's focus, let's talk to each other. We have dinner with our family. You know what I mean? Like, and and I want to be heard too. I think the biggest fight I have with my husband, it's like he'll ask me a question and we've we will have just had an entire conversation about it. And I'd be like, dude, do you even fucking listen to me? And I'm sure I do that to him too. A hundred percent. Nathan shaking his head like, yep, I know you two together. You a hundred percent do that, you know? But yeah. like, yeah. and it's, it's, people just truly want to be heard and they want the people that they love to listen. So Bridie, listen. Yeah. Listen so your husband isn't getting fingered by a prostitute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen as you got the you got one finger in the butthole, so we have that established. <laughs> and then and then it's I think it's about listening without necessarily planning for what you in your head you're rolling around, well when it's my turn to talk, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna exactly. say? Exactly. But li- like just, just sitting there and letting them say and everything that the uh, that they need to and then shutting your mouth. All of us, you know, men and women need to be better at doing that. It, well, and I, I couldn't agree more. And I, I, I truly think that you're right. A lot of the time you can almost see the wheels turning sometimes depending on who you're speaking to. And with the prostitute, right, I, yeah. I assume that maybe like they do it and then they're hanging out and like the John will just spill his deepest, darkest inner <laughs> Inner thoughts. Oh my right. God, you're a dirty whore, Carrie. What, what are you talking about? You just. Nathan! You should see Nathan. Eric, Nathan's giving like a an air hand job. And, and and pretending like with a release with, with, a, with a big old release at the end. It's like throwing <laughs> glitter dust. Nice. In yeah. it, wait, glitter dust? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> that would be so much nicer than the spunk that but comes then out. Then you could choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> is eating glitter dust is you know I'm just gonna <laughs> Don't pretend you do that anyways. Let's go. <laughs> Didn't you hear our first podcast last time I tried to give a blowjob? I was or terrible do it at well. it. I don't do it well. It's too much did you work. guys did you guys see the trailer this for that? The whole thing is going off the rails. I know, I know. Sorry, Sorry Eric. Love off rails. Sorry, Eric, but I have to add this. The there was that um <laughs> Melissa McCarthy movie with all with all the Muppets. Did you guys I only saw the trailer, I heard the movie sucked. It was like the Happy Time Murders or something. Oh no. But in the trailer the the Muppets have this sexual encounter and when the Muppet climaxes, he shoots silly string everywhere, of course, because that's what a Muppet would shoot. <laughs> 
I can be able to get that out of my head. The Happy Time Murders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do the trailer here. Yeah. O M motherfucking G. Yeah. We're looking at. <laughs> we're, we wow, there's so much learning happening today. So oh my god! Oh, there's so, so much, learning. much learning. We love to learn. Wow. You know what? Though the, the thing is too. So one of the other ones, one of the quote secrets, the very first secret, is you know in your article is ask for what you want, like it's a business tra- transaction, and. I yeah, think, yeah. when did we forget to ask for what we wanted, Bridie? You do it every day at work. We do it every day at Starbucks and while planning our wedding. So why not in the bedroom? Why Are we going back yeah. to like the 50s where we are like, hey, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm too embarrassed? I mean, if you want a finger up the ass. Then, then just, just ask, ask for, for a finger up the ass. I mean... <laughs> Right, Nathan? <laughs> it, it goes back to our, you know, talking with the attorney. It's communication. It's communication. Whether it's, whether it's in the bedroom, whether, you know, whatever it is. Communication. Get, you should get like a yeah. like an agreement before you We should get, get an agreement. I think there, I think, oh, do you think people yeah. would read their we vows? We all agree with the prostitutes. <laughs> 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 They're on to something. But they, but they are. There's one quote. There's, a, there's one, one of the women who I talked to, Cecilia, I think. I forget that's her uh, you know, Stage secret name. name or her actual name. Uh, but she said like this is a line that's really summed it up perfectly. Uh, you'll make sure a Starbucks cashier knows exactly what you want, but you won't tell your wife you like oral. I mean, that's, I think that's, that's huge. perfectly summed, that's, sums up everything. Well, and that's, but, and that's the thing. And it's like, and we, we go in there and we go into Starbucks and we're like very like, and we don't, right. there, no one's going to be like, are you sure you want that? <laughs> like, are you sure right. that's what you yes. want? But but that's the thing where we are very clear with our desire and so many other places in our lives and and what right, yeah. and why are why are you know it, it's a, it's kind of sad that it kind of comes down to sex and because it's and like you said it's but it's not even about sex it's about ta- it's it's about talking to each other it's about being heard it's about being able to ask for right. what you want and. Yeah, and not being self-conscious about it either. But why, yeah, I mean, you should be able to talk about this stuff before you get married. Especially before you get married. That's when you're still, like, having sex like bunnies and, like, you know, hopefully you're not worrying about, you know, everything else that gets in the way, you know, like, when you're marriage, like, the money and the kids and everything else that that pulls you away from who you used to be before you got married and what your sex life used to be. (laughs) It's true. Uh, uh, We need to take a public service announcement break to see a Muppet shoot his load. Okay. Oh, hold on, Eric. We're we're watching the Happy Times murders where the Muppet's going to (laughs) shoot. Silly string everywhere. This movie clearly did well. Yeah. No, it flopped. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. Sorry about that, you, Eric. What were you saying? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm happy about what I'm missing, but also, you know, you should Google leave. it. We'll, we'll send you. We'll send you a link. link. Well, yeah. The Happy Time Murders when he when uh, like he spooges, it comes out as silly string, and we just just, just that- Google Muppet ejaculation. You're all set. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined my childhood. That just ruined <laughs> Or made it so much better. Oh my god, I'm gonna go back and watch the Muppets. <laughs> oh my god. What, the things behind the scenes you didn't know. Oh my god. Sorry, Eric. What were you gonna say? <laughs> okay, one prostitute. Was, uh, uh, so one of the Johns who uh, uh, regularly met with this woman, uh, this prostitute in Orlando, she would, uh, or he rather, would write out like a three-page detailed letter about all of his fetishes. Holy shit. Which I don't know what his fetishes are that, that require three pages, but that's a lot of detail. <laughs> yeah. And that should, that should be in every, like, if you're going to get married, okay, give me a three-page 
deep dive into all the weird <laughs> shit you're into. I need a like, thesis. That would be a pleasant way to start it, I think. <laughs> Did you know that I, Deborah D. Francesco, host and founder of Bitchless Bride, do a lot more than just podcasting? I'm a wedding planner, coach, and consultant. I consult with brides all over the country about getting started planning their weddings. Some brides have already envisioned what they want their wedding to be, but could use a little clarity and advice. Others are excited to get married, but feel completely overwhelmed and stuck doing something they're not prepared to do. That's where I come in. I'll help those of you struggling to find your wedding planning center or even just the starting line. If you need a little help, guidance, and a gentle push in the right direction, simply head to bitchlessbride.com, click on Bridal Consulting, and select the coaching session that's best for you. Help is a click or two away. Come on, bridey, let's chat. Again, that's bitchlessbride.com, Bridal Consulting, and voila, your wedding planning made simple. But you know what's up? It's so funny because sometimes when I get really upset with my husband, I'll actually write out how I feel and and email it to him because then I feel like I can say it without being angry, without being judged. Ah. You know what I mean? So maybe that's not a bad thing. I don't have three pages yeah. of sex desires. I mean, a vibrator every now and again is a good thing. You know what I mean? I don't have like these. Nathan, <laughs> shut up, Nathan. Why are you judging me? No judgment at all. He's Shut like, up, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I think that brings up a very good point. Like you say in your vows, like for, you know, for better or for worse and sickness and health, it should be like with blowjobs and, and, <laughs> and, and Muppets. Just food. put it out there. Yes. And that fi- should be said in all the vows. That should be included. Totally I will, so I will classy. finger your butthole. <laughs> Only on Sundays. Only on Sundays. <laughs> oh my god this is like you know i save past recordings deb for future use (laughs) are you referring to the one where i I gave a terrible blowjob to my husband because we talked about that i'm gonna have to warn my mother-in-law not to listen to this one Shit, this <laughs> I, I, I don't think she listens listen. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> she she's like she I, knows better. She's like, I gave up on you a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, it's pr- the further validation that she made the right right call. Oh my god, a hundred percent. All right, hold on. Before we I have a few more questions that I'm dying to know from you because I mean I love your whole background. I've partied with you in person and we had w- way too much fun. Um but I need to know, like we talk about theme songs all the time everyone knows mine right. is, yeah mine's bittersweet symphony from the verve sometimes the xx and sometimes moby like you know depending on the mood i'm in so if you're having like right. a fucking kick-ass day what's playing in your head like, right. I, I can picture you walking down the streets of chicago so you you tell me what's playing in that crazy head of yours and you're and you're narc uh, head. Lately, <laughs> lately the thing that really gets me going uh i don't know if you know the band the national I love the uh, they National. Have this, yeah, they have this song, uh, uh, Mr. November, which for some reason, I just, maybe it seems odd that when I'm in a good mood, I would want to start screaming, I'm Mr. November, I won't fuck us over, I won't fuck us over. But I, there's something inspiring about that that I, I really get into. I love it. Oh, my God. But I, I first of all, I love the National, like, more than anything. Uh, they kind of re- oh, they, they remind me of, like, Morsi vibe, like back at you know what I mean, like yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, I'm not allowed to say right. I just said it. I don't care. Fuck it. Um, I <laughs> and now I won't tell Kelly, but who's who's your hall pass? What celebrity is your hall pass? Uh, my hall pass. Weirdly enough, 
Uh, I've interviewed several of them. Uh, I, I like I like the uh, the, the foul mouth uh, comedians. So I like the, the <laughs> Tina Fey and uh, Amy Sedaris and and Sarah uh, uh, Silverman. Silverman and uh. Sarah Silverman. This is fantastic. Uh, I was interviewed her and was at her house doing a big Playboy interview. And she, I mean, back in our dating days with Kelly and I, yes. you know, talking about hall passes. And I'm in Sarah Silverman's house, so I just like take a picture of uh, of her house and text it to Kelly. It was like, so is this is this all cool? Is this? Uh, I don't think I'm going to go. But we, you know, talked about it. It's for the job. I don't want to do job. that. I'm interviewing her for Playboy. That's just what happens. Uh, and she, I forgot. She wrote back something really profane, like let's steal some of her panties or something like that. So. Like, just kind of double dog daring me. Like, yeah. Good wife. Yeah, sure. I, Go for it. I a good love it. And I also love who your hall passes are. Like, the funny, funny girl. Like, you know, everyone yeah. knows I have a girl crush on Amy Schumer who just had a baby. And I'm dying to get yes. her on the show because she had, like, the <coughs> coolest fucking wedding because she basically yeah. said, uh, t- she literally told people, see you next Tuesday. She's like, I don't have time to deal with this fucking planning <laughs> shit. I'm sending a text and you're going to show up at my wedding if you want to be there on Tuesday. And like, that's, she's my hero. But I love that, like, the All funny right. girls are getting the passes. You Eric, know? Eric, how about Chelsea yeah, Handler? Yeah. Chelsea Handler? No Chelsea Handler? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have interviewed her several times. She is fantastic. She is really freaking just barbed wit. <laughs> love that but that makes me so happy like I want to see and it's so funny because I, I see that you've also interviewed Paul Rudd and he is like mm. I think Ugh. oh my yes. right yes. Nathan just drooled yeah. he just licked the mic I, he's too old for you Nathan no, oh no I got daddy issues no <laughs> <laughs> uh, I lo- but I love Paul Rudd this is 40 well and Nathan's not 40 yeah. You can so, so fuck off dude but you're not 40 no but I did just see the Avengers the other day and I was like I think he's Ant-Man 50. is is my Avenger. Like he's, he's your Avenger spirit. Oh. Paul Rudd just turned fifty, I think. He's so hot, and and I like I can't. I love him, but partially because like he's not afraid to like embarrass himself in every single movie he does, and he's like adorable. Yeah, like oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Good for you. I and love- he is that freaking. Uh, he's that adorable in person too. That's what's so alarming. Like, are you a vampire? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul. Okay, that made me so happy because like my hall passes range. Like we just watched the, um, Zac Efron in the um, Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix. Yeah. And, oh my, and it's really sad because you're looking at me like, yep, I still want you on my hall pass list. You're still hot. Please don't hurt me. Please don't kill me. But you're fucking hot. Like I can't. Like I can't. But it makes me happy. Now we just pulled up pictures of Paul Rudd, and I like it's he's the Paul Rudd um, biggest One Direction fan sketch. From <laughs> <my life>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But no, but that makes me so happy that, that like the funny people are getting the passes, right? Especially yeah. from you, Nathan. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming from you. It's true. Uh, see, I, I don't know why you wouldn't have funny people. That seems ridiculous to uh, just get someone who's. Uh, Dan like, well, they're easy on the eyes, but they're probably horrible people. Horrible. And you know what? Those sex is kind of funny. Like it's romantic, but when yeah. you've been with somebody for a while, it's like they're, it's like sex bloopers. You know what I mean? Like, like you, like back in the day, it was like, you couldn't get the condom on or like, you, you know what I mean? Like, and like now the, it's just and, like annoying. And now it's just annoying. Or like, like, you know, recently Chris and I were 
having a moment and <laughs> and my foot slipped and I almost <laughs> fell off the bed. Like we were like I I yep, I oh, lost my balance. <laughs> but I think I think laughing with somebody is like the biggest aphrodisiac. Oh or my the god. Biggest yeah. He, the biggest yeah. whatever. And like like I said, I've been married since, you know, 2004. We're coming up on 15 years together. I love that kid. I know that kid. And, and there are a lot of times I want to punch him in the fucking face. But on the other side of that, <laughs> but on the other side of that, we laugh our heads off together. Like that. And, and, and you have to because I think I, I did. Did any of your prostitutes say anything about laughing with them? <laughs> they actually didn't. Oh, That's yeah. weird. That's really. That's you know. I, I guess it's it's harder to laugh when you have a, a, you know, a finger up your butt. Maybe that's what. <laughs> or a dick in your. That's <laughs> just like my grandfather used to say. Just like my grandfather used to say. <laughs> it's hard to laugh with a dick in your mouth. <laughs> I started to say that, but I wanted you to finish it. <laughs> I, know. I picked up what you were putting down, and I put my finger in the butt. <laughs> That's is this going? Said. Is this going on? Are we, are we this is the most explicit one, Eric. Congratulations! This is amazing. All right, so this this one this one kind of rattled me a little bit. Uh, I'll be, uh, and I'm really being serious. So my next question. This is more of like a talking point. So one of the Johns mentioned that he was sleeping with hookers because he wanted to do something that was just for him. He his, his right. right? Like he's, a hobby. Like, like a, a fucking like hobby. Something. Like he's like, I work hard, I provide for my family, I want something I that's need a just release. Mine. Well, like go surfing or take up woodwork or like you want <laughs> he's doing woodworking. <laughs> <laughs> but like Eric do, do something that doesn't involve pus coming out of your penis yeah, do something like or glitter or silly string gonorrhea I mean but that's it. that's what you said I love that it's like okay you know what I have a hobby mine's actually mine's it's pathetic it's going to the gym and sometimes I bake because it's therapeutic I don't decide right. to fuck other guys because I need something that's just for me and and you know what there are times when I feel suffocated by the family and I think every woman goes through that like you know the only question they ask dad is where's mom and we right. it, it's true or and, can i have some money or can i have some money or i need some something or another and or like there's little people like literally hanging off me and sometimes i need space and i want to get away so get a hobby fine yeah. but this fuck don't prostitute. fuck a prostitute like i i but wait so i'm gonna <laughs> quote you eric so the best um one of the escorts said the best sex feels like you're getting away with something Ooh. Oh, her name's Deb. Uh-oh. Oh, Deb Libra. <laughs> but you know what, though? Wow, she's in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Have you been to Fort Wayne? <laughs> Way to alienate your Fort Wayne listeners. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Nathan did that with yeah. our Arizona listeners yeah, last week. the whole week. state's the gone. The whole state of Arizona's gone. It's Trash dead bags. to us. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, you gotta watch the good place. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's it. We're making Eric laugh a lot, which I are. It makes me happy when I feel like I make a comedian laugh. (laughs) No, (laughs) it does. No, no, he's laughing. He's laughing. He's laughing. But the best sex feels like you're getting away with it, and you need that sense that you're doing something you shouldn't be, like. The the time when my foot slipped when Chris and I were doing it it was it was but it was cool because <laughs> not my my foot was not going <laughs> it was on the carpet okay your foot I didn't was, like we were in a certain slip. position and I and I was I couldn't I couldn't maintain it because I was sore. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> from boot camp. <laughs> from boot camp. Oh my god, from boot camp, not from pinkies in my butt, or like not from like They're not in your butt, they're in his butt. <laughs> or anyone's butt. At least I didn't slip with my finger in his that could have been a whole other thing. <laughs> but we went but do you remember doing crazy things? But that I think that's what it comes down to. And like for men to say that they're they they want a, a, a hobby that or that like sex feels like you're getting away with something. There used to be a time in our lives where like Chris and I would go public or we'd have sex in a car or like those right yeah, right. But that's the thing, and we felt like we're like ha ha. People can totally see us right now. We don't give a shit. Like bring that back. And she also said, "Have sex." I'm uh, oh, you should look at your partner and tell her I miss it when we used to do it in the car. I swear I didn't even see that. Like. The right. risk, yeah. your therapist said that the risk is exciting. And I, I always think that. Like, I, like, you know, oops, our blinds are open, or, you know. Oops, my foot slipped. <laughs> that's so risky. What? Just come home tonight, dress up like a Muppet, and that makes everything <laughs> weird, and then I think you're good to go. Little silly string. <laughs> we dress up like a Muppet. Oh, my. <laughs> That's a whole is, other topic. That's a whole other topic, but I love it. I mean, it's, <laughs> this is like I. This is the most fun ever. But I mean, Eric. So my uh, my other thing is based on the articles that you've written, and you've interviewed everyone from prostitute to celebrities to just like being being married. Like, what advice do you have for our listeners? Like, many of whom are in the midst of planning their weddings, who could use some support. That's well. It's interesting. I, I was kind of when when you. Had, asked me about that before I was looking back through my interviews like did, any, did anyone share anything significant or, or interesting about the about their marriage and there, there was one thing that came to mind that I had interviewed uh, George Meyer I don't know if you've heard of him he's a uh, he was one of the producers and head writers on The Simpsons, oh, and yeah, very yeah, yeah. you know huge in the beginning of that uh, of that show and, and crafting its identity. And he told me that he was always amazed when people would come up to him and go like, yeah, the, the Homer and Marge, they have a pretty good marriage. Yeah. He was like, what? What are you talking about? He freaking everything that's wrong with marriages is Homer uh, and Marge <laughs> with with them. And they're like, no, no. I mean, you did your jokes, but that's a family that really works. That's a good, solid marriage. And for George, he's like, I, he could not understand that. But the more I went, the more I thought about that, like it is a pretty, I mean, if you take them individually, like Marge is the most unconditionally supportive partner you could ever ask for. And Homer is across the board every day, like, oh my God, I am so lucky. Why is she with me? Holy Lord, endlessly grateful. So not even about like the certain gender roles, but if if you, I think if you have a combination of being unconditionally accepting and also constantly like, oh my fucking God, they picked me. I cannot believe how fucking lucky I am. If you're a little bit of Homer and a little bit of March, I think you'll be just fine. Oh, and then that needs to be a bumper sticker. <laughs> you're a, li- a little bit of Homer, a little bit of March, and then put the finger in the butt, and you'll be married. <laughs> you are never getting divorced. <laughs> like that is yeah. like, that, but that is, but that is such a. That's a very. It's funny because right off the bat, you're like, yeah, you're right. Like they're not, they're fucked up. But like, I feel like everyone right. has their things. Every marriage is. Like, you know, you they always say, like, what? You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And sometimes when, pe- right, when yeah. people get divorced, you're you're shocked. But it's like, well, you don't know. I mean, especially now in a time where we have, like, our Facebook lives, our Instagram lives, and what's really going on behind the scenes. And people are talking about taking a break from social because they're either getting in too deep with it 
and it's just not everything. It's not all real. And I and I and then you know, comparison is the thief of joy. So suddenly you're sitting there and you're like, wow, their life looks so perfect. And maybe if I was a little bit right. more Homer and Marge, <laughs> with, right. with a finger in my butt, then I, you know, yeah. things would Did they be. Do that episode. Did they do that? The finger in the butt. Are you are you gonna Google uh, Homer and Marge having sex? What is what does his spooge look like? Oh, that yeah. will come up a lot. I was about, I, I I was about if to you say, Google yeah. that. Yeah. I've I've never. <laughs> I can honestly say I've, I'm on it. I've heard. It. Nathan is shaking his head and like, what the actual <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh my god, she's Homer Simpson sex. Nathan, oh, Nathan, Nathan, oh you're more no, of a uh, family guy. Lo- yes. Lois and Peter, you're Absolutely. more of a Lois and Peter. Absolutely. Griffin, go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. dear God. Don't Google it. Marge and Homer have sex. <laughs> oh, that's Simpsons. a whole industry. That's a whole industry. <laughs> Is it real? Oh, oh, oh yeah. God. Ask Eric. I'm right, right, Eric? Now you're making me go Google it because oh, I got to see Google what Homer shows you guys are it's looking at. Some, oh, um, Lord. Simpsons best moments number two, Marge and Homer have sex? Question mark. Oh, my God. They did oh, it in this. Should I just Google Ew, I can't. I don't think I'm ever going to be the same dirty sex. Homer Simpson porn videos. I don't want to go to Pornhub because then I'm going to get like ads and stuff. Yeah. Homer Simpson fucks Marge. I don't want to go on all these (laughs) porn sites. Your husband's going to be like. My kids will go on my history. Yeah, don't. No, we're going to have to delete your history. Or your husband will be like, is there something? Is there there a three page? I didn't know you watched The Simpsons. Is there a three page letter you need to write him about your sex life? (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to go. All right, this is interesting. I, uh, I googled Homer Simpson finger and butt, and there's 1.9 million results. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it's really distressing. Oh it's a my very God. specific thing, you Homer think? Simpson's like, I wonder what Homer Simpson would be like with a finger in his butt. Oh, um, oh. 1.9 million people have thought the same and thing. Isn't that crazy? That is like, who are these people? <laughs> right? <laughs> humans. They're I just guess. other humans. They're just they're weird, just... weird thoughts. Weird thoughts, but but I think as we're wrapping it up, we're we're running. I can't believe this. This is probably the fastest thirty five minutes of my entire life. I just want to say, <laughs> and the <laughs> funnest, which I obviously know is not a word, but I don't know how most else, fun. Mo- most fun. I, I know, but funnest sometimes sounds better to me in my head. Like it's the funnest. This is like you really get what I'm saying. Oh, that was more fun. Doesn't do it for me. Right. <laughs> oh my God, Eric! Next time we interview you, you got to be in, this, in person. I was gonna say you have to be in person. You have to. You you like. You, you just you got to be here with us because I think we would have a party, and then we'll get some tequila going. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh God, yes. Yes. And I'm also gonna. I'm gonna send you this photo of someone who got Homer Simpson's uh, face tattooed on his butt, so that the. That should just. Did be you take a, a picture of your, of your ass? Wait, is that you though that did that? <laughs> it's not my ass. It's someone's very hairy ass though, with Homer Simpson right there <laughs> on his butt. Yeah. I just googled Homer Simpson ass tattoo. O M G. That is crazy. Well, listen, Eric. That's a huge O M G. Oh my God! Oh. We are giving people this every all awful. this. We're looking at all the images of Homer Simpson. Homer ass Simpson but that's over both butt cheeks. Like I yeah, think we need to tell like, people. Yes. Oh, and that's yes. on Pinterest. What the fuck is that? Ew, that might be an. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, can we? Uh, let's move on here. Nathan, uh, Nathan look yeah, away. Please. Look away, Nathan, are we next. grossing Nathan out? I think we're grossing. This I can't stop awful. looking. I can't stop looking. All right, Eric. I think you are amazing. <laughs> I gotta clear my. History. You're you're writing is absolutely 
like I can't even. It's so fucking good. I love reading all oh, the stuff you write. No, you. I'm serious, and I just, I mean, but, and I particularly wanted to interview you for this one because it truly was applicable to my show. So I really, really cannot thank you enough for being thank here. Thank you so much for having me. Although I, the rest of my day, the rest of my weekend is going to be very dull compared to this. <laughs> call, call us anytime. Call you us should anytime. call us. You're welcome to call in any, any, any time. <laughs> and and I'm going to send you a plane ticket next time because this is. This would be amazing to have you here. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank He's you. Still laughing. <laughs> He's still laughing. That's I'm awesome. so glad. Thank you, bride and grooms, for listening. Uh, <laughs> you, you can find me at hello at bitchless pride. <laughs> yes! You can find me at hello at bitchlesspride.com, bitchless pride on Instagram, all that fun stuff. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear your dear bitchless. We want to help. So Woo-hoo. work it out, people. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Give me five. We've been getting awesome reviews. Do it. So I, yeah, do, do it. it. Eric says to do it. Where do it. Where can we find Eric? Eric, plug yourself, dude. Nathan <laughs> 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 just looked at me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I meant I, what this I meant by that. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> so where, where can where can people find you? Is what I meant to say. They can find me roaming the streets for prostitutes. Uh, just to interview. Just to interview uh, at my website ericsitznagel.com. I got a, a website for my uh, uh, the the book Old Records Never Die. Which is what uh, 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 What the hell is the name of that uh, Records Never Die got dot com yes. They got you know all kinds of weird Videos of me chatting with Jeff Tweedy On there and oh, Where yes. people are sending in their, When they find like weird albums That people have drawn on That they don't have a home necessarily We figure out like why did someone You know uh, uh, write on the cover of it Or like somebody found a record With like uh, uh, two uh, uh, Um what, what were they like tabs of acid or something in this, <laughs> in this like, Pink Floyd album and they're like oh were you meaning to take that acid and listen to Pink Floyd and then you completely oh I sold the album with the acid son of a bitch that so is my favorite thing ever things like that I love it oh my god Eric you are a rock star seriously thank you thank you thank you and thank you Debbie thank, thank you, you righties keep listening yes <laughs> 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 <laughs>